rock a bye baby in a dive bar this week on the story song podcast Welcome back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan Acker. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. Every episode, we walk you through a story song. And this week, we're doing, uh, we're, we're going back to the 90s. A darling of the 90s. Hey, you guys remember the 90s? <laughs> well, listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a Lullaby by Sean Mullins. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just did a Sean Colvin song, Different Person. Different gender. Different gender. Uh, this is this is uh, setting a different house on fire. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely all about fire. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, this one. This is what I like to call a talkie talk. Yep. Start with. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's uh, that's the technical term for it, isn't it? Yep, that's right. It tells a story of uh, uh, of a poor little rich girl. Mm-hmm. Boohoo. Uh, no, she she it seems like she does have it tough. This guy's telling the story. Of a girl, she grew up in the Hollywood Hills. Her parents knew famous people, and, and we'll talk about who those people might be because uh, uh, they, they actually get name checked. Um, it's quite an interesting collection of, uh, of friends. <laughs> but uh, now we're here in the future, and by the future I mean uh, the late 1990s. <laughs> and um, uh, our narrator is—he's uh, a musician. He's in the—he's bu- in a bar. He's uh, playing a song, and he sees the girl in the crowd, presumably. They know each other. Right. Um, and probably are dating. Uh, we'll get to that uh, when we talk about it. But uh, he sings her a song that's a lullaby, he says. Uh, and then he, he says, everything's going to be all right. A rockabye, whatever that means. <laughs> um, and then he talks a little bit more about her and about how she's, she's kind of sad. And then uh, at the end, he talks about his music career. Right. Uh, in a really weird, jokey way that kind of kind of ruins the song. If it undermines if it wasn't... <laughs> everything set up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If it wasn't already in, I'm not gonna lie to you, a pretty rocky, <laughs> pretty rocky spot. Uh, he uh, he crashes it right into the Hudson yeah. uh, with with this ending. <sighs> That's right. You gave it exactly the amount it should have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did. I did not come here to uh, to praise the song. I came here to bury it. <laughs> She grew up with the children of the stars In the Hollywood Hills and the Boulevard Her parents threw big parties Everyone was there They hung out with folks like Dennis Hopper And Bob Seger and Sonny and Cher I will say, I will say this, that this song really is You can hear the 90s in it Oh God! Yeah. Oh mercy! You can hear the '90s, and it's not just the '90s. It's like it's the residue of the '90s, right? Washing up on the shore, like as the '90s is going out, <laughs> they're they're really, you know, th- this was like an echo of an echo of an echo at this point. Like what once maybe had seemed, uh, you know, <laughs> new and exciting and 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 edgy uh, and innovative had mm-hmm. had 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 curled into this. Um, but anyway, what was uh, what was the edgy? Was it the the talkie talk? Uh, no, I mean just I mean the fact that it 
Well, it, it sort of starts out with that like kind of like hip hop beat before mm-hmm. going into the guitar. It's like a wicka wicka wicka, <laughs> you know, kind of thing happening. Yeah. Um, and and then so that like you're like, oh wow, this is like new. But again, you know, it, it was sort of in service of. Uh, of a talkie talk, which uh, it's not not great. Uh, so we start here at the top, and uh, he says she grew up with the children of the stars in the Hollywood Hills and the Boulevard. Uh, I'm gonna guess that Sunset Boulevard, right? And uh, here's my Twisted will... Boulevard. <laughs> Twisted. Well oh, okay. Uh, well, I was gonna say I'm gonna I was gonna open the floor, yeah, uh, for you guys. Do your Sunset Boulevard jokes. Uh, I'll I'll wait. <laughs> oh, Take I was gonna time. say that this this song's about Gloria Swanson. Yeah. Okay. And I just did Is a it... I just did a line from the from the uh, opening song of Sunset Boulevard. So. Well, the Perfect. the title song. The it's t- the okay. opening. Sorry, of the title song. I'm sorry, Michael. The musical, the Andrew Lloyd Webber musical. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, Glenn Close played in in it very. Yes, Norman. She, Glenn Close might have been one of these pa- parties her parents threw. Oh yeah, who knows? <laughs> Gloria Swanson could have been for all we know. <laughs> That's true. Maybe she was very much alive and well. Yeah. All right, you guys good with that? Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, we'll, uh, we'll come okay. back to it. Yeah, I mean, I'm <laughs> okay. sure we'll 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 circle back to Sunset Boulevard at some point. There's yeah. a turban joke to be made in here somewhere, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll find it. Gloria Swanson is dead. I don't mean dead in a sense. I mean actually dead. <laughs> That's a soap dish reference. She okay. She grew up. <laughs> In the Hollywood Hills, uh, and it says her parents threw big parties. Everyone was there. They hung out with folks like Dennis Hopper and Bob Seger and Sonny and Cher. It's four people. Now, Way to name drop. Well, four people. Yeah, yeah. So name dropping. I mean, presumably there's other powerful people there or famous people. But um, Dom DeLuise. I do want to say, you know, just going through the names here, like Sonny and Cher, hey, you know, you got a little fun pop music. Yeah. Maybe you got like a, maybe you got like a comedy sketch. That's fun. <laughs> yeah. Bob That's... Seger. Bob Seger. You know, you got some like soulful rock music. Uh, Dennis Hopper, uh, utterly terrifying. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, psycho. Compl- I mean, total psycho. Dear Lord, could you imagine? Like you're just like in your own home. You're in your own home. <laughs> right. You're upstairs in bed, probably or whatever. Your parents are throwing a party. And you and you're like sneak down the hall, and you see, coked up Dennis Hopper coming out of the bathroom. I mean that. I mean that's enough right there. I mean that that is twenty years worth of therapy, right there. <laughs> I wonder at one at those parties. I wonder if when you when you hear Dennis Hopper is coming, you think yeah. to yourself, "Oh man, it's gonna be great." And then Dennis Hopper is there, and after Dennis Hopper leaves, you're like, "Man, I always forget how." tiring it is to have Dennis Hopper at a party. Also, check everything we own and make sure nothing is stolen or broken or make sure that we have like all our baby powder and flour. By the way, you don't. I'm just going to tell you right now. It's not check to see if anything's stolen. It's it's check to see what's left over. Right. right. After he's gone. Right. What didn't he take? What What was nailed down that he couldn't pry off? I'd like to see the rest of the guest list, though. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah. Well, who else? Who else do we think is at this party? Defin- we got Sonny and Sonny and Cher, Bob Seger, and Dennis Hopper are hanging out. Yeah. So I mean, that puts this party firmly um, pre nineteen seventy four because Sonny and Cher got divorced in nineteen seventy four, and mm-hmm. I'm guessing they weren't like showing up at parties together after that. Right. I mean, maybe not. I mean, if you pay them probably enough. not. But yeah, I mean, you know. Well, they did. They did reunite on TV. Yeah, yeah. After the saying, divorce, they probably hung out. They probably still hung out in the same circles. 
Yeah. Right? Ooh. Who was Cher dating? Greg Allman? Somebody. She married Greg, Greg Allman. She married Greg, Greg Allman, Allman, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he's there, too. Him and Hopper together. <laughs> Hanging out. I mean, later, definitely met like, at the later parties, like, now Cher's bringing Greg. Yeah, And it's, yeah, like, yeah. super awkward, right? Because <laughs> like, you're like, oh, I mean, should we invite Sonny? It's really weird. We don't oh, look, Sonny and Cher are here. No, Sonny and Greg are here. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. Sonny Cher and Greg, Greg are here. And no, Sonny, Sonny is also and Greg here. Are here. Hold on, Michael's breaking news here. <laughs> Sonny and Greg are just chilling out. Oh. Michael's Michael's running old time TMZ over there. Um, <laughs> Seen coming out of some random person's party, Sonny and Greg Allman. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, but it, but I mean, it would be weird, right? Because like you can't invite both of them, right? And you feel bad for Sonny, but you're—I mean, if you got to pick one, you're definitely inviting Cher. Right, there's no way you're inviting Sonny Bono without share. Right? I don't know. Like, he was you know a I mean? little pistol. He was a, a a firecracker. He seems like he'd be a hoot at parties. Sh- yeah. Share. I mean, but share is share. I think she'd be great. I mean, share, share. Do you want? I mean, are you going to invite like fabulous rock pop superstar or future congressman? Yeah. Can I say this? It depends on the party because (laughs) if it's your listen, listen. um, I have I have logic here. If it's your birthday party, yeah. Do you want Cher to be there more? Who's going to take over all the attention, or do you want Sunny there? Who kind of is is fun? He's you know jovial, but he's not going to take over the party. You know, he'll give you your space to be the birthday person. I'm sorry, here's is Cher going to sing for me? Because, uh, yeah, Cher's coming to the birthday party. Yeah. I but mean, here, you, if you have th- a chance to have Cher at your party, you take Cher. But. Yeah. Here, 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 yeah, here's the thing, Rachel. And your logic is is, is sound. Okay. But the problem is you have, to, you have to imagine the people who are throwing these parties, right? It's not, it's not about having fun. It's about being seen with people, right? Yeah. And who do you want to be seen with? Cher? Or Sonny Bono. That's true. That's, it's like that's the, what I'm saying. yeah. It's like that. Um, my my sweetest sixteen or whatever it's called show on MTV where they'd be like, right. and you know, Nelly is performing. It's your <laughs> right, exactly. sixteenth birthday. Everybody's just showing up for Nelly. And right, I'm right. gonna be honest. Nobody, as a rule, and this is this isn't in the context of the song. This is in life. Nobody is invited to any party that I throw if they're not wearing Bob Mackie. So Cher mm-hmm. is obviously on the guest list. Yeah, Which yeah, yeah. P.S. to go to one of your parties is breaking the bank for me, Michael. It's dry. You got to stop having parties all the time because I have so many Bob Mackies now. <laughs> <laughs> so well, you can't many. wear the same one twice. Well, I can't wear the same one twice. All you know what I've started doing is you know those like special limited edition Barbies that have Bob Mackies <laughs> to them. I I've started to stitch together some sort of Franken dress out of all little Barbie Bob Mackie <laughs> collection. Michael, don't listen to her. Uh, <laughs> Your white parties in the Hamptons are divine, uh, and I will I will be there with bells and Bob Mackie on, uh, which probably whatever, have bells on them. Yeah, whatever that is. Um, okay, oh, Bob Mackie's probably at this party too. Oh, I bet you. <laughs> if Cher is there, Bob Mackie's there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Harvey Sorry, Corman's who, probably there. Corman, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Corman's uh, showing up. That guy. A young Maureen McGovern. Anywhere there's free shrimp, that guy's gonna be. Um, <laughs> yeah. Who uh, who who else do we think is at this party? Dom DeLuise. Oh yeah. Oh, Very Bert, big in the early yeah. 70s. Maybe Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Bert. Oh, Reynolds. I feel like is there. there. I mean, I mean, again, DeLuise, right? He's the he's the Sonny to Burt's share. Yeah. Like he's there because <laughs> Burt's there. But they're they're inviting Burt. It's just that when Burt says I'm bringing Dom, nobody nobody's gonna say boo. But nobody wants 
Dom DeLuise. There. Right. I mean, they don't mind <laughs> being there, but I'm just saying, no, they're, they're hoping delight. Bert shows up. They're hoping Bert shows up. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, it seems like a great party. Either that or these are the only four celebrities that are at this party. And she <laughs> right. just keeps on saying, she's like, oh, well, who? what famous people are there? Oh, like so many famous per- people. So like many people. Dennis Hopper, Bob right. Seger, Sonny and Cher. And mm-hmm. who else? Other people, too. But, <laughs> you, know, you know, Dennis yeah, you Hopper know, was there. Celebrities so. of the day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the guy who played King Koopa. In Super Mario Brothers, <laughs> he was there. Everybody just uh, keeps. She just keeps looking around at posters. She's like, um, uh, I guess, uh, uh, I guess uh, that's uh, Humphrey Bogart was there. Humphrey Bogart. <laughs> Liza was definitely there, right? Or was Liza more like New York parties? Oh, New York parties. Yeah. New York parties uh, definitely. Let me see. What else is around here? I mean, Bugs Bunny was there. Uh, he was always um, a big one. Those those babies dressed up like flowers, they were there. And uh, that guy screaming in that uh, poster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the scream. scream was there. Uh, a couple uh, of teddy bears that glow in the dark. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, Albert Einstein sticking his tongue out was there. Um, John Belushi, uh, he hasn't hit yet, but yeah, John Belushi <laughs> with the college shirt, he was there. He was definitely there. Um, that uh, triangle prism uh, <laughs> was there. MC Escher was there. Farrah yeah, Fawcett, yeah. <laughs> and that bottle of Zima. Oh, that was just that's just a poster. That's just an advertisement for Zima. But but there there was Zima there too. Uh, yeah, no, the, first, the first Zima. It was the first Zima, it was so it was good. super super special. We should also point out. So this is again. Clearly the 90s, because the thing we loved in the 90s might sound weird. The thing we loved in the 90s was the 70s. Oh, was yeah. Talking about the 70s, joking about the 70s. So this this would have hit big. It did hit big in the 90s. People were like, oh, they're talking about stuff from the 70s. I love that. So, yeah, yeah it was weird. I mean, every every decade has its nostalgia. But for some reason, the 90s we went real heavy into the 70s. I'm not entirely sure why. I guess yeah. it's because they're super weird. The funny, and so there was yeah. just a lot to mine there. But but the funny thing now is that there's so many, uh, like if you go back now in 2020, 2019, like there's this thing called a Visco Girl, um, who wears a lot of scrunchies and like oversized clothes, and I'm mm-hmm. and like a choker, and I'm like, well, you're just late 90s. Uh, that's yeah. it's late 90s is what it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. No. Everything I comes around. Oh, Everything yeah, no, old always, is new again. Well, because there's always the people like you know who are 25 always think the stuff from when they were kids. Like they'll look back in like old you know uh, photo albums or whatever, or see pictures of their parents when they were young, and they think that's hilarious slash awesome. And so there's always that 20 year like looking back lag. Yeah, yeah. So actually, probably right now we're like in the late yeah 90s, late 90s like early 2000s era. Yep, totally. Um, it's, it's happening. So. By the way, um, I just said everything old is new again. That's a Peter Allen song. Peter Allen probably would have been at this party. Ooh, yeah, yeah. he'd be fun yeah. at a party. Yeah, yeah. He <laughs> would. <laughs> that sounds like sarcasm, but I guarantee you, it is not. No, I don't know. He'd be like, well, "Is I that mean... a piano in the corner?" <laughs> it is. <laughs> Get out of the way, Dick Cavett. I got to play the piano. <laughs> when my baby, when my baby calls me, I go to Rio. Anyway. This is definitely like this is the party where they say like the doctor's coming but you got to pay in cash. You know what I mean? Like it's that it's that <laughs> yeah. kind of, Like my point yeah. is is that you want to be there for the fun but you got to get out. Like you you got to you got to oh, yeah. kind of take the temperature of the room 
see see where things are going. You don't want to be around. Like you want to be the Robin Williams who's going to leave before John Belushi dies. Like you want to get right. out <laughs> right. of the house. Yep. And you want to be like, yeah, I was there, officer, but I, you know, all that all that stuff went down after I was gone. That's what you want to be. Wait, is that a true story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Robin Williams was at the party where John Belushi died, but he oh, left early. Yeah, sorry. Sorry for the bummer, everybody. Jeez, what a bummer. <laughs> sorry to bring you down with my facts. <laughs> this party doesn't seem so great anymore. <laughs> she feels safe now in this bar on Fairfax. And from the stage, I can tell that she can't let go and she can't relax. And just before she hangs her head to cry, I sing to her a lullaby. Imagine you're in this bar and you're like, okay, I came in here to have a beer and watch the game. And now there's some woman at the end of the bar who's just straight up sobbing in public, which is not great. Uh, And there's also some homeless looking guy who's playing some crappy song to her. And I, I really, I just, guys, I just want to watch the Packers game, and I can't hear what's going on. No, I don't. I don't think this. it's that. I don't think. I think it's like a, like a, like a troubadour kind of bar where, like, there's a state you're going there to see the show. Right. So what's even weirder is like, say this is a packed house, and he's like, uh, I, I was gonna sing a, a real rocking song, but if you guys could just <laughs> yeah. hang out for a minute, I really want to sing a lullaby to one person. Yeah. And nobody else his- fall asleep. Yeah, does he stop his set and then just be like, <laughs> and you're like, why? What is happening right now? You were no, in the or- middle of slow ride, <laughs> and all of a sudden you're singing this song. I don't get it. Like he puts his guitar yeah. down and he starts like playing a toy piano or something. Well, to say oh, that's yeah, or, creepy. Or the, you know, the, or 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 they're just rocking. Like okay, also imagine you're at this bar, right? You're watching the show. It's it's fine. It's not yeah. great, but it, whatever. It's fine. Um, they're up there playing some rock song. And then all of a sudden, again, some woman just starts crying in the audience. <laughs> and the lead singer goes, like, all right, everybody stop. Everybody stop. Everybody stop. Everybody stop. I got to do something real quick. <clears throat> twinkle, twinkle, <laughs> little star. Just singing like a, like a creepy lullaby. To this grown woman. Oh no no! It's gonna be, it's gonna be fine. We're almost done. Who's How just ugly, just ugly crying in public. <laughs> <laughs> they know each other, right? They yeah, must but know each other. At that Bye, point, baby, <laughs> on the treetop. Like how. Disturbing would that be? You'd just be like, uh, yeah, I'm gonna like to set up my tab right ple- right now, sir. Excuse me, bartender. Now it would be really disturbing until like the band who looked confused the entire time, like they start playing behind him, and like it becomes like <laughs> the most rocking version of Twinkle Twinkle Little Star you've ever heard, and then the audience like goes nuts, like it like a movie. Yeah. When they're all of a sudden they're like, I guess I can figure out what the beat to this song is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Nobody leaves yeah. this place without singing the blues. <laughs> Watch me for the changes and try to keep up. Um, <laughs> your kids are going to love it. And by your kids, I mean three-year-olds. Your actual children are going to love this, this lullaby. So does she know him? They know each other, right? I mean, I, I assume so. It's and s- not clear. I mean, it is terrifying. Well... I mean, I guess she's there to see him, right? Because I was going to say later he's going to he's going to talk a lot about her, 
So it would be terrifying if he's just like this weird stalker that she like does not know him. Right. And he just seems to know all this information about her. But I think we can safely assume at the very least they're friends. Yeah, I'm giving not, him the benefit yeah. of the doubt and saying that she they know each other and it and it's exhausting for the rest of the band because she shows up and he's like, Oh yeah, you know, Missy's coming. And they're like, <laughs> they're like oh, oh, is she gonna God. be at the bar again? <laughs> Yeah. All right. So everybody uh, get your twinkle twinkle <laughs> sheet music out because it's oh, going to be great. one of those nights. Yeah. 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 Also, <laughs> after the show, we can hear the Dennis Hopper story again. Great. <laughs> great. I'm starting to think those are the only four people that were at that party. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just starting to think she watched an episode of Sunny and Cher <laughs> yeah, the, when the she was a kid variety and hour. thinks that they were at a party at her house special guest star dennis hopper <laughs> music by bob seeger world's weirdest <laughs> sketch uh, i don't know what do you this this song sort of sounds like the uh the opposite version of killing me softly with his song well i mean because it could also be because he says she hangs her head to cry i mean because she, she could just be like i can't believe this is my boyfriend like i can't believe <laughs> sitting here listening to this crap uh. fart rock <laughs> that, th- that this is what I've signed up for. That th- th- this is it. So, yeah, I mean, that could be there. He could think that's like some rough childhood, but really she's just upset about how untalented her boyfriend is. <laughs> she's just like, oh, my God, I've heard this awful cover of oh. both sides now every night for the last <laughs> two years. Uh, how about this? How about you try, you know, singing the verse? Let's try that. How about you try singing this time? <laughs> Too much talky talk, not enough singy sing. <laughs> Can I say something too? He he yes. completely contradicts himself in this verse because he says she feels safe now in this bar on Fairfax, and then three lines later says she can't let go and she can't relax. How is she feel safe and also cannot relax? Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, I I don't think he knows what the word safe means. I mean, like because she doesn't she doesn't seem safe, right? Or she's not acting like she feels safe. So what is it that she doesn't feel safe from? Well, I mean, I think it's clear she had a rough childhood, right? And and obviously uh-huh. there's a okay. lot of a lot of dark stuff we could we could imagine. However, I think probably the the safest route is, you know, she was probably just you know, they didn't pay attention to her basically. Right. She probably yeah. probably spent a lot of time alone, you know, and and uh her parents were were off doing God knows what with God knows who. Uh, well, we I'm know kidding. who. I'm, yeah, it was great. I, I, we, we know. Who. I, <laughs> well, I was she, Bob Seeger. Well, but she also, um, <laughs> and the Manson family. No. Oh, oh, the, oh, 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 Uncle Robert. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it also could be because the beginning starts. She grew up with the children of the stars. It could just be mm-hmm. the type of thing where she never felt at home there. She never. She felt very out of place because she wasn't the child of a star, maybe. And so she feels safer here amongst the little people in a bar on Fairfax. Uh, yeah, maybe. I mean, I feel like her parents, they, I mean, they had to be rich. They had to be at least rich, right? I mean, if they were hanging out with Sonny and Cher and Dennis Hopper, right? I think. Yeah, or I drug think, dealers. Right. Okay. I mean, one yeah, of the maybe. two. Maybe. But, but I mean, I'm thinking more she's like a Drew Barrymore. Type. Oh, that she's. Oh, I could see that. A Mackenzie. I'm Phillips? not. Not. Yikes. Not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying that she was oh. like a famous actor. I'm just saying, like, you know, the children of the stars, they they tend to grow up fast, right? They're right, running a right. little hot. I'm right. just saying, there's probably some stuff in her past. Got it. That's like not great. Probably some drug stuff, uh, and you know, and now she's like 26, right? And she's like, you know, 
she's 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 she already has like the the, the enough past for like a 50 year old yeah right? she's so lived she's a life here, she's lived a life and now she's here in this bar on fairfax with this uh this loser boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> so then he finally sings now with the chorus he finally <laughs> sings <laughs> He goes into a weird falsetto. It says, everything's going to be all right. Rock-a-bye, which I, I don't know what that means. I mean, I guess it's sort like of a Like rock-a-bye baby. Yeah, rock-a-bye baby. I guess so. I don't know. I don't I don't like it. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not crazy I mean, about it's it. a little creepy. Yeah. First um, of all, that's about a baby falling out of a tree. Second of all, that you're singing yeah, yeah. it to your girlfriend. Uh, third of all, in the middle of a crowded bar when everybody came here to hear your hit single from the radio. My girlfriend knew, knew Sonny Bono. That's his uh, <laughs> it, 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 it's a classic novelty hit. They played a lot on Dr. Demento. <laughs> she still lives with her mom outside the city. Down that street about a half a mile. All her friends tell her she's so pretty. But she'd be a whole lot prettier if she smiled once in a while. Cause even her smile looks like a frown. If she's seen her share of devils in this angel town. She lives with her mom outside the city. Or she still lives with her mom outside the city. Down that street about a half a mile. And uh, to which I say, uh, Sean, you know you're singing a, or at least you're talking a song, right? Because uh, at this point, you're just giving directions. Uh, <laughs> right. to, it, it's okay. It's okay. You know, down that street about half a mile. It's Go past the Starbucks. Nope. Nope. The other <laughs> Starbucks. The one on the corner of Fairfax. Yeah, you're going to go, you're going to go past there. You're going to go, uh, you're going to go down. You're going to see like a, like a tree. It's like a really tall tree that's bent. Anyway, you're gonna make it right there. What's what happened? Oh, we're in the studio singing a song. I'm sorry. I was giving directions to a friend on how to get to my girlfriend's house. Also, I, she, I've, also can, she, can we can we keep all that? We can just keep. This is a talkie talk, so we can just keep all that. It's right? fine. It's fine. <laughs> Isn't there a? There's like a. Um, we spoke about this. There's a Brian Wilson song where he just gives directions. <laughs> oh, uh, a Brian Wilson song, definitely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is. Uh, I know, I know. But there, but I bet she also felt safe until you gave directions to her house. Yeah, why are you giving directions song, to her house, man? And also, who is he Jeez. talking to? Down that block, a half a mile. What are you, Sean? I'm in New York. What, what, what are you talking? About? Who are you talking to? He's talking to all the people in the bar. He's like, all right, hey everybody. <laughs> This girl who's sitting right here crying right. a lot, not really she, paying attention to this song. She lives down the block right. like half a mile. You go there. Nobody's there. She's here. So you yeah, go yeah. there. Yeah. She never locks the door. <laughs> just go. She's she just got a new TV. She never locks her front door. Walk right in. Walk right in. Um, Walk right in. Bring, bring a hacksaw, though, because her, her steering wheel has the claw on it. Is that what it was called? What was that thing? The club. That, the club. That was it. The and club. it went... <laughs> It like expanded to lock your yeah, yeah. Yep. steering wheel, so you couldn't turn it. That's right. Because we lived in a lawless land <laughs> <laughs> where people locked their steering wheels and and took the face plates off their radios. That's right. Uh, That's right. <laughs> One of my radios had that. And I was like, oh, I'm never gonna use this, or else I'll lose it. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, that was the thing. So many people lost them then. There was like a whole <laughs> side business. There was an entire side industry in the 90s of replacing the faceplates for the front of radio- car radios that people had lost. They take it with them. So it <laughs> or, didn't get fix- sold. <laughs> or fixing your steering wheel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's <laughs> or you it. just take the, the faceplate off of the radio and then you can't get it back on. Yeah, like yeah. It doesn't hook back in. It's like, well, this is broken. Yeah, yeah. So now many I people I knew had unusable car radios because <laughs> they didn't have the faceplate anymore. Every every time you get into the car, you need to buy a new radio. That was the yep. business model. Yeah. And he tells her, uh, or he says, presumably from the stage, after giving directions to her house. Uh, right. And all her friends tell her she's so, <laughs> all her friends tell her she's so pretty, which wow, that came out of nowhere. What what is it? it? Okay. It did. No, but it's the next line that gets you. Well, yeah, she'd be a whole lot prettier if she smiled once in a while. My um, God. Which again, we've talked about this before, guys. Don't. I'm speaking. I'm speaking. I'm. 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 I'm gendering that guys right here because I'm talking to the guys. Don't tell a woman to smile. Don't do just, it. Just don't do it. Do just not. Don't. Listen, and even I, I. I can hear. I can hear you protesting right now. It just don't do it. Just don't do it. That's all there is to it. Just uh, don't there, ever do it. There is a guy one time at. Uh, I was at a gas station during a difficult time in my life, and the guy at another gas pump across yeah. the gas station screams at me, smile, it can't be that bad. Jesus. And I wanted to be like, dude, it can't get much worse. Yeah, and yeah. I wanted to spray him with gas and set him on fire. <laughs> and I think it's much to, uh, you know, uh, I think it says a lot about me that I did not do it on that yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. No, I first of uh, all, good job. I, apl- Thank I you. applaud your restraint. I applaud yeah. it. Uh, second of all, <laughs> Was when you were, when you were discussing that the weird part was Dennis Harper ran up and was like, "We set somebody on fire. What <laughs> yeah. are we doing?" Yeah, I was thinking it in my <laughs> head and Dennis Hopper today? appeared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then He's Dennis like, Hopper set him on fire, and I was like, "Dennis Hopper, no." <laughs> well, I mean, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, Dennis Dennis Hopper's like Bloody Mary. If you if you exactly. say exactly, yeah. You're gonna light someone on fire. He just appears suddenly. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's with a, a real problem. <laughs> with a Zippo lighter. So that's don't do that. And again, especially from the stage. If you're like, <laughs> come on, everybody, let's tell let's tell Lucy here to smile, okay? Come on, let's all yeah, let's all clap. Tell her to hey, smile. Hey everybody, wouldn't she be pretty right? if she smiled? Be, everybody tell her that right now. I'm would she be I'll a wait. lot prettier? Yeah, but well, you know what you can do. It. No, she, he's telling an entire room of people that all of her friends say it. And now he's encouraging say. everybody right, to say right. it to her. Yeah, all her friends say that she'd be a lot prettier if she smiled once in a while. No, in that sentence, there's like ten different places where like, like there should just be an alarm of like this is the worst thing that you could possibly say to somebody. Right. Like there's there's just so many places where like oh that's not great to say oh you're making it worse you're making it worse yeah, again. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Get back in the car, drive away. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 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 No, no, Le- just... Leave. Leave the leave the the nozzle in the tank and just drive away. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because the next line when he says, "Because even her smile looks like a frown." First of all, is he saying that? I think he is. He's yeah. adding on. He's like, he's like, let me explain to you why they say that. Let me mansplain to you <laughs> this insult to my girlfriend. <laughs> let me let me mansplain to you what a smile is, real quick, in case you don't know. Uh yeah, uh, well, yeah, it's like you would be so pretty. There's one, right? Uh, if you just smiled, like right, there's right. like two, three, four, I, and five. I mean, you're pretty, but you could be prettier. <laughs> you're like, you're like, 
you're like not smiley pretty, but like if you did smile, you might be pretty. So <laughs> even her smile looks like a frown, which that sounds like a medical condition. Like if, yeah. if that like sounds like maybe the muscles in her face. Bell's are not palsy. Working. She might just have Bell's palsy. <laughs> she might have Bell's palsy. Does she have Bell's palsy? <laughs> her head's on upside down. That's the problem. Her smile looks like a frown because she's seen her share of devils in this angel town. Okay. You get it, guys? Oh, you guys. It's, right. it's a Los well, Angeles. Is he talking about Los Angeles? It's a Los yeah, Angeles. Is that so. where this takes place? Yeah, I yeah. I think so. I think we cracked Cause, the code. Because in the Hollywood Hills and Fairfax and, uh, you know, if he didn't if he didn't drop enough hints about we're in Los Angeles. Yeah. And it's, uh, she's seen her... Uh, she's seen her uh, share of uh, devils uh, in this uh, in this angel town. Um, he must have been so proud of himself. Yeah. when he thought of that line, right? He was just like, "I got it." He yeah. definitely when he when he sang that, like within the song when he sings that, like he definitely like winks to yeah, the yeah. band, not oh, even to the yeah. audience, like he, to the band. Or he just gets this like proud little smirk on his face <laughs> every time, like smug son of a gun. Nailed you know what, guys? That line bought me a beach house. <laughs> In Los Angeles. <laughs> Angel Town. Let me let me mansplain to you uh, duality. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so here in an Angel Town, there are devils. You get it? Because it's like opposites. See what I'm doing um, there? Uh, excuse me, ma'am. I feel like you're not listening to me. You're, it's like, are you not paying attention? You're crying? <laughs> it's like her smile... Looks like a frown. See duality, because mm. there's <laughs> devils in this angel town. Where are you going? Why are you leaving? You Why know, you smile into? once in a while, honey. Um, <laughs> you could be pretty <laughs> if you just listen to what I said. You'd be pretty. <laughs> Never mind. Your smile just looks like a frown. Forget it. You're doomed. <laughs> Don't set my car on fire. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I told her I ain't so sure about this place. It's hard to play a gig in this town and keep a straight face. And it seems like everybody's got a plan. It's kind of like Nashville with a tan. So then he says everything's gonna be all right. Rock a bye, rock a bye. So ba ba ba. Okay. <laughs> so now, okay, the third verse. This is where we need a little closure, right? We need to either know that like she's gonna be all right, like Sean's gonna help her, you know, or just I mean, it doesn't have to like wrap up in a neat little bow. But we need a little something. Yeah. Right. Something to I mean, wrap up her story. Yeah, we're we're worried about this girl, right? Obviously, right. there's there's something there's something going on here. Also, you you. You kind of drop a big thing at the top, right? He dropped, like, she hung out with the children of the stars, right? Sonny and Cher, like, you know, Bob Seger, like, she's in the Hollywood Hills. Like, this is, like, this is not just any old thing, right? Like, this is, like, kind of a big story he's telling. Right. The third verse has goes right off the rails, has nothing to do with anything. That's <laughs> true. Right? Um, and it's, like, so, and then he goes, and he's, like, I told her. So, so here, here's the chorus. Or here's the verse. Third verse. I told her, I ain't so sure about this place. It's hard to play a gig in this town and keep a straight face. Seems like everybody's got a tan. Uh, everybody's got a plan. It's kind of like Nashville with a tan. And he giggles that last line. 
let's go back to the top. Yes. So I told her I'm not so sure about this place. He's it's mansplaining to, it to her. It's hard to play a gig in this town and keep a straight face. First, what is this? Like, now all of a sudden this is all about you, A, right? You were telling a story about your, your girlfriend, presumably. Now this is now you have, like, completely put this on yourself. And also, like, what what does this have to do with anything? But- B, and then finally C, I don't care about you being like, ugh. Oh, I have to I have to I have to have a paid job as a musician. I have to do a paying gig in this oh here in Los Angeles, which by the way, for a town of angels, it's got a couple of devils. I don't know if you guys know this. But here it's hard to keep a to keep a straight face playing in this town. Like what He's town talking about play smiling. In? He's telling her to smile again. I'll, yeah, like what what place do you, where do you want to play? What are you talking about? Well, he's he feels like a like a big fish in a small pond. Uh like Los Angeles isn't yeah. like really a big music town or like a big right. so he's like, like a big I town mean, in the entertainment on. industry. He wants to he wants to like go somewhere and like be like like a big music town like Schenectady. Right. He's like this place is a joke, man. Yeah. Here's the um, thing. <clears throat> yeah. No, go ahead, Rachel. I'm sorry. Well, what I'm going to say is uh Congratulations, Sean Mullins. This is exactly what it's like to try and have a compassionate conversation with a man uh, right. <laughs> about your own self. It's like, oh, I'm gonna, t- <laughs> I'm gonna talk in the beginning about like your your past. We can talk about that, and then let's talk about how you uh, your friends aren't who you think they are, and now let's wrap it up about my crap. <laughs> We're talking about me, yeah. But you see how it affects me? Not really. First of all, here, here's what I'm gonna say. No one put a gun to your head and made you be a musician, Sean Mullins. So get over yourself. Bob Seger Okay? Did. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, Those parties um, got crazy. Okay. Um, listen, be, we got to play this gig. Be cool. No one no one acknowledged the fact that Dennis Hopper has a has a gun in my back right now <laughs> and is forcing me to play this show. I don't know why he keeps flipping that Zippo lighter. I'm not going to ask, but let's let's just get this over with. Let's everybody just, just everybody just pretend like David Lynch is is uh, directing something <laughs> yeah. and let's move on with our lives cuz I'm pretty sure that's what Dennis Harper thinks. So maybe <laughs> yeah, we yeah. could maybe we could get over it. We can get through this. He constantly thinks he's in a David um, Lynch movie. Let's just move on. Bob Seger was no, just like, "You sing We Got Tonight. You sing it now." No one is forcing you to do this. So get over yourself with the oh it's hard to keep a straight face playing music for money in front of an audience shut up first of all second of all yes rachel i'm gonna i'm gonna defend mankind just a little bit go ahead just to say there's this you know life's been so hard on them go ahead No, but a certain kind of yeah this this is this is like a this is like a textbook example Right, like Sean Mullins, he's trying to seem like a sensitive yes. guy, yeah, and yeah, yeah. is c- completely revealing himself to be a total narcissistic tool. He's right? the co- he's the college guy. He's the college guy who sits there and like nods while you say something, and then he's like, "Let me break out my guitar." And you're like, "Oh no, this is <laughs> going <God>. downhill." <laughs> Yeah, that's interesting. I wrote a song about it. Do you want to hear it? I'll play it. <laughs> yeah. And then the song has nothing to do with what you're just talking about. You're just like, you just wanted to play the song that you wrote, huh? Is that a song yeah. about your car? We're not even at the worst part, okay? So then, seems like everybody's got a plan. 
It's kind of like Nashville with a tan. How about this, Sean? How about you spare me your unfunny musician insider joke that I don't (laughs) even fully understand? How about we do that? Okay? Because I, what is that? I, I mean, Nashville's a music town. I get that. Guess what's also a music town? Los Angeles. So I guess you're comparing the two and you're saying people get tan. Yeah, he's in keeping California. it real. Who, he's, who, people don't right. have plans in Nashville. Things just happen. You know, it's more organic in Nashville. Also, Nashville's the South, and people get tan in Nashville too. Of course they get tan in Nashville. <laughs> yeah, but Nashville's, Nashville's about there. the music. I think right, you're saying exactly. like well, LA is about the image. Right, they're saying. Right, right, because they're, they're course, superficial, so they're tanning in, in Los Angeles, which he's not wrong about, but then go to Nashville, okay? And again, <laughs> spare me your terrible, unfunny joke, okay? That's what I want to say. Spare the her the terrible is, joke. Oh, of course. Oh, my God. She's like, ha, 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 ha. Oh, uh, you know what? You know what, Cindy? Even your smiles look like frowns. Okay. <laughs> I, I wonder if at the beginning of that verse, when he's like he's bad mouthing Los Angeles, even though she doesn't like it, is it one of those uh, things where she just says, "Man, I did grow up here. How about we calm down yeah. on Los Angeles? <laughs> this is my hometown. This, this is my home. I can say those things. You can't say those things. You're from Nashville. You can't <laughs> yeah, say yeah. that about Los Angeles. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So I grew up. With, I grew up hanging out with Dennis Hopper. This is arguably the worst closing line to a song it's useless uh, i'm gonna say this it's the second worst closing line to a song from the 90s and i'm oh. just gonna i'm gonna leave it at that <gasps> oh what's the um, worst oh my gosh that's a mystery guys come on are you gonna come tell on. us even the pope may be in rome worst line ever. oh yeah <laughs> Ru- completely ruins Even that whole song. Maybe <laughs> except for the Pope nobody maybe calling. In Rome. Oh, right. Nobody except calling the on the phone except for the Pope maybe in Rome. W- what were you thinking, Because <laughs> that song's pretty good until that is the like biggest like pfft, wet fart of a last line, and you're like, oh my god, I think this retroactively ruined the whole song. That was terrible. What is that? Um, what if God were one of us? Yeah. What if God was one of us yeah. by Joan Osborne? Yes. Um, first, uh, I think first person I ever saw on TV with a nose ring, and I was like, <clears throat> yes, in the video, and I was like, what is what is that? There's something on her nose. What what? I don't understand. What is that? And then I. Later found out that there was a thing called a nose ring. I'd never seen one before, but yeah. I, I, I have a very distinct memory of like trying to get really close to my like non HD tube TV and like trying to see what it was hard to make out what it was. Um, I thought there was just something like shiny on her nose, but she had a nose ring. Anyway, that's Joan Osborne. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's the, fir- the the worst last line. This is the this second is the worst second. last line. This is definitely the second. Of the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this you is, know what? That it's, one's it's actually- up there, though. Well, that one's worse only because, like, that song is like a B plus, and it plummets down to a D um, <laughs> from that last line. This song was already like a C minus, and then it plummets down to like an F. Yeah. So I'm just saying that the Joan Osborne thing that that last line made it fall much further. This this didn't have much further to go right. to drop down, <laughs> but somehow he managed to to again, you know. The, the 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 airplane was already falling apart, and he managed to just nosedive it right into the <laughs> oh ground. Lord. I'd, I'd be line. a little bit more forgiving of this last verse if it was sung, like the right. fact that it's it's right, spoken right. word. There's it's spoken word, and and there's not a lot of like 
adherence to the melody. So yeah. he could fit whatever he wants in there. And there's a lot in this story that he doesn't get into. So, yeah. like, just to completely veer off um, into a thing. completely different direction of, like, this This yeah. is not the story we started with, but yeah, this yeah. is the story we've got now. So, And if you want to write a song about how annoying it is to play music in Los Angeles, do that. But that's not the song you were singing. Yeah. Like, you, you started out with one song and then ended up in a completely unrelated place. And right. yeah, the, you're right. The talking also hurts it because much like the devil, devil's in an angel town line, you can just hear the smugness. He thinks he's so clever <laughs> when he says that. He's like, yeah, I'm really nailing. Guys, this is really funny what I'm saying right now. Um, so yeah, it's, 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 a bad, it's a bad scene. But, um, but I love this song. Uh, despite everything. No, I'm kidding. This sucks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was going to take a turn. I was like, what? <laughs> Get out. Anyway, guys, I'm seeing Chud Mullins tonight. And I'm pretty excited about it. Um, this is Dan's karaoke song. So, And then he sings the chorus three more times just to pad out the running time of the song. Yep. He's got, he's <laughs> got to fit on a 45. Nothing to it. Yeah, he's got, he's got to get it to 235, so they'll play it on the radio. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Just a lot of like, everything's gonna be all right. Rock by. Okay, and that's it. Any other uh, any other thoughts on this song? It's of the the talky talk genre. It is. It's it's one of my favorites. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this and I don't know what else. What else is there? That sunscreen song. Um, <laughs> What's the sunscreen song? Talky, you don't remember the the you know. Oh, and also. Yeah, wear always wear sunscreen. It's a, it's a, um, it's a speech from a like college graduation set to music. That's around the same time. It was ba- uh, Baz Luhrmann was the. Uh, oh the yeah, that's right. The credited artist on that one. Uh, well, anyway, if you guys don't remember, I'm I'm sure I'm going to edit in a clip of the song right now. Don't waste your time on jealousy. Sometimes you're ahead. Sometimes you're behind. The race is long, and in the end, it's only with yourself. All right, so let's uh, let's quickly talk about expanded universe. Uh, what what do we got? Where, where's this Where does this song fit in on the expanded uh, story song universe? Well, I have to tell you, I think it fits into two places. Okay. Um, one, I think, <laughs> and we keep coming back to this, but I think that the girlfriend in this song is Pearl. I that of seems like a stretch. But okay. I'm listening. Same. I'm listening. I think I'm gonna, you just think every sad girl is Pearl. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. Is she sitting there at that beer stained table? Yeah, but she's not. A, damn it! You've got there's... me. <laughs> <laughs> damn you, Gazelle! I love how I love how you're like the police captain, and he's like the eccentric detective, and you're like, <laughs> you've done it again. <laughs> But watch it. <laughs> I don't understand his methods, but he gets results. <laughs> I'll allow it, but watch yourself, counselor. Thin ice. <laughs> My favorite. Watch yourself, counselor. <laughs> anyway, watch yourself, counselor. But Michael, go on. It's uh, Pearl. So I think she's Pearl. I think that like yeah. this is her history. She she wants to be up there on stage, and and she's sitting at a beer stained table, and the guy is clearly Dave Loggins. Okay. You know, I was thinking it might be Loggins. I could see Loggins. Yeah. Um, yeah. I live in a house that looks out over the ocean, and there's some yeah, stars yeah. that fell from the sky living up on the hill. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but she's from Los Angeles. And he's from he's Nashville. Not. Oh, the boy. He's the, he's the man from Tennessee. He's the man from Tennessee. All right, I'm sold on that and one. And she's his Damn number it, one you fan. you did it again, Gazelle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By God, he breaks every rule in the book. <laughs> but damn, is he a good detective. Oh. <laughs> He gets results, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> the commissioner's going to have my have my badge for this, but ugh. Oh, man. You gotta, you got, I'm going to tell you this, Gazelle. You got 24 hours. You bring him in or you're fired. <laughs> and, then, and then cut to you dragging D- Dave Loggins in. Son of a bitch. He did it again. He did it again. Dave Ugh. Loggins having no clue what's going on. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Why am I here? What happened? Is, is it? Am I it, under arrest? No. Is it Kenny's birthday? What? Why am I? What's happening? Not a word from the man from Tennessee. <laughs> but that's a, um, that's a valid point, Michael. And maybe this. Maybe after she, after he like split up with the Tennessee lady, he found another uh, woman who also w- had a. Some issues, or yeah. maybe, and he couldn't get close to. Here's this. Um, I hope you're sitting, because what if? Yeah, she grew up in L.A. Maybe she moved to Nashville with him, and he left. Maybe she's the lady, and please come to Boston. And then she just went. This was the time to visit. Yeah. Ah, <gasps> she actually visited. Yep. Oh. And this is what happens. Like- this song is what happens when she actually does go to L.A. And then this is it's this and it's sort of like Nashville with a tan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, right. I'm gonna say this. Then, if that is true, then I and take back that I take back everything I said from "Please Come to Boston." Do not go to LA because this guy's a douche. <laughs> and clearly, you have some rough history with with LA. I mean, yeah, yeah. And she's and crying because she's like, oh, "I really should have just gone to Boston." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, yeah. This guy's this guy's not worth it, and I don't know why you're a fan of him. I'm not. I'm gonna be honest <laughs> with you, because he sounds miserable. So yeah, yeah. Uh, just miserable to be around. Um, I will just say uh, this is. Uh, I wanted to preface by saying not at all funny. Um, but we did a Bob Seger song and we did two share songs, so I feel like we do have to throw that out there. Oh, that's um, true. That, that, that those, is true. Those are connections. Uh, we did not do a Dennis Hopper song. Uh, I don't know if any <laughs> exist, but uh, I will, I'll look into that and uh, get back to you on that. Hey, guys, this is Dan reporting back uh, a few weeks after we recorded the episode, and I did do a little research, and I found out that the band Gorillaz, uh, you know, that cartoon band, it's kind of like if the Archies were like hardcore and scary, uh, on their 2005 album, Demon Days, they had a song called Fire Coming Out of the Monkey's Head. And it was narrated by Dennis Hopper. So, sort of, Dennis Hopper does have a song. Uh, it's a bit of a talkie talk, and it's kind of a story song. Uh, so it really fits in well here. And one day, strange folk arrived in the town. They came in camouflage, hidden behind dark glasses, but no one noticed them. They only saw shadows. You see, without the truth of the eyes, the happy folk were blind. They do a little extra research, found out there is a Dennis Hopper song, sort of, 
Maybe we'll do it someday. Probably not. Maybe we'll get to it in like the year 2028 or something. But anyway, Fire Coming Out of the Monkey's Head by Gorillaz, 2005. That's your Dennis Hopper song. And now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. But uh, yeah, we did Turn the Page by Bob Seger. We did uh, uh, Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves, and Dark Lady. Yes, that's right. That's right. So uh, she probably... She she probably wrote Dark Lady when she saw old uh, Smiley Frowny over here uh, <laughs> at a party. <laughs> like, so, so, something about that kid's going to be like, frowny. seriously, dark, weird vibes. I'm going to go write a song about it. <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm sold that this is the Please Come to Boston. This, this is the sequel to Please Dave Come to Loggins. Boston. Yeah, Love yeah. It. I, I actually... I'm 100% on board with that. Yeah. That's yeah, me too. Is. It's a, l- a little little moving the chess pieces around to make it work, but uh, I think we got there. Pretty, I think we got there. I think safely. we got it. Um, all so right. You got, so, you got to add your own story to, to make it work. Yeah. You know, you got to do a little, got to do a, little uh, a leg work. You yeah. know, you got to bend a couple of rules, but damn it, Gazelle, you're the best of the best. <laughs> and I which, know this goes com- without saying, but you really are one of the best. When, when push comes to shove, I want you out on those streets. So, <laughs> <laughs> arresting Dave Lockins for being someone in another story song, I guess? I don't know. Uh, all right. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about uh, the history of this song with Story Man the Story. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. I'm Josh. And I'm Skinner. And we host PredictoCast. On this podcast, we watch the first 10 minutes of movies we know nothing about and then try to predict what happens next. It's like very low stakes gambling. We've covered movies with talking dogs, fake legs, sexual medical dummies, and Santa Claus. New episodes are released every week and you can find us wherever you get podcasts or at PredictoCast.com. We predict you're going to love this show. All right, we're back. It's time for a story behind the story. What's the story? How did the song come into our lives? So so the first thing I'll say is that this is at a time, uh, this is a one-hit wonder, obviously, and there's a lot of one-hit wonders. This also 
the Sean Colvin, this fits, fits into this bucket as well. Mm-hmm. A time in like the mid to late nineties where there are a lot of one hit wonders. And it's always been my pet theory that basically what happened was, was Nirvana comes along, kind of blows everyone, everyone's head up. Um, music industry does not see it coming. Um, the, I, I, there is a famously, I think a memo that said they were hoping that, uh, nevermind might double what, um, uh, Sonic Youth had done uh, mm-hmm. a year earlier, which Sonic Youth had, I think, sold 125,000 copies. Um, so they were hoping maybe that N- Nevermind would sell 250,000. Uh, I think in the end it ended up selling, selling 20 million um, wow. in, in kind of its first Crazy. run. So, yeah, yeah. So nobody saw it coming. Uh, and then the whole grunge rock thing kind of comes along. So basically, my point is, I think the music industry after. Were they that, hoping like, it would post- sell exactly double? Uh, so, well, like, were they disappointed that it sold that many? <laughs> yeah, they were like, "Wow, we really screwed this up." <laughs> oh my god, guys! This we, is what we have some serious egg on our face from this. You um, guys, we only pressed two hundred and fifty thousand copies. <laughs> Weird. What were we thinking? <laughs> uh, we're gonna have to invent MP3s. <laughs> so, but I think post that, for like a couple of years, based the music industry was like, I don't know. Do you like this? Does this yeah. work? What do you guys think about yeah. this? And they promoted a lot of weird stuff. Some of it hit, a lot of it didn't. But you got these like weird one-hit wonders. And I only mention that because doing the research, Sean Mullins, God bless him. As much as we've been we've been kind of ragging on him, I couldn't do it. So he he did have this hit. Um, so this song came out in. It was released September of 1998. Uh, it peaked at number seven on the on the Hot 100. And um, this guy's a true one-hit wonder, though, because the, the song comes out, it's like a huge hit, and then, like, a lot of times we're like, oh, you know, he was connected to this person, he's connected to that person. He has a little bit of that, which mm-hmm. I'll get into, but otherwise, it was just like, rocket ship, this hit, and then that's it. There's really not a lot that <laughs> But is he, that, he's that still a working musician, that. though, right? He's still a working musician. He's still around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, so, okay. I mean, like, one-hit wonder, you, like... Is almost like a, uh, I mean, this is a bad example, but sort of a good example, like Vicki Lawrence, where there's literally one hit. She made one record, like she made an album, but it was like the right surrounding the one song, basically. Yeah. She made the one record and then went off and did her day job, which for her was like TV star. But like yeah, but, the, the right. one hit wonders are the ones who like, I have this one record. Uh, I think I'm going to go back to work at the bank. Oh, see, yeah. I don't see that. I almost think that I, I almost look at that as like, I mean, obviously a one hit wonder, but almost uh, I don't know. I guess maybe this is more of a f- flash in the pan, but flash in the pan doesn't make any sense either. But I, I I think of one hit wonders as people who are keeping on either slogging through or have like a small group of fans and they keep performing, but they're performing in bars off of Fairfax, you know, right. Um, right. when they had when they had one hit that you could not get away from okay. um yeah i think of it that way because you it's still a one-hit wonder yeah because they never if if nothing ever charts after that or before that yeah no I, I think hit. that's it true I, it, yeah i just i i always sort of kind of interpret one hit wonder is where are they now and if the answer to where are they now is oh they're they're still making records and touring right. and they're just not on the radio. Um, yeah, but name one other Sean Mullins song. Well, I mean, I'm... And there we are. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, yes. I mean, obviously, the definition of one-hit wonder is they had one hit. Something like a Vicky Lawrence, like, obviously, 
she had the hit because she already had the name recognition, right? If she was like a nobody, maybe maybe it wouldn't maybe it wouldn't have happened. Right, right. But and there you know, and there are a lot of like you know, there's a lot of reasons why there's a lot of like um variations in one hit wonder. Uh you know, there are like the the bands or musicians that, that have a big following, um, but not necessarily mainstream success. And so and but then they'll have the one weird hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll kind of come out of nowhere. Um, looking like Glass. Grateful, well, right. Looking Glass, sure. <laughs> um, but, you know, like the Grateful Dead is a good example. Only, right. only, only ever had one hit, but obviously like huge following. Uh, you know, Lou Reed is another good example. Only had the one hit, um, but obviously, you know, very well known. Right, but you wouldn't uh, necessarily categorize them as one hit wonders, would you? Yes, of course. They had one hit. But that's what I'm saying. It's tough that, to, yeah, it's tough though. That that's, you're like, that's yeah, but the, it's Lou is, Reed. Yeah. Right, but I'm saying that's why this is a true one hit wonder. Okay. Because yeah. this guy came out of nowhere <laughs> and then went back to nothing. Because those of you who like may have like one hit, and like you said, like then they'll, you know, they're, maybe they don't get back there again, but they're still out there, you know, having like a pretty good, you know, career or whatever. Um, anyway, this, this has been a lot of nothing. This is only to say, so Sean Mullins was born in Atlanta, Georgia, not Nashville, Tennessee. Damn it. And, uh, First lie. <laughs> and uh, while he was in college, he formed a band called Sean Eric Mullins with Twice Removed, which is about four words too many. My God, that is, oof. You can, you can already feel it, right? You can already feel. <laughs> <laughs> you can understand where this song came from. <laughs> yeah. Sean Eric Mullins with twice removed i want uh, something that's sort of brutal. like tony orlando and dawn but not quite right. tony orlando and dawn what if it was like that but it was like really hard to say <laughs> uh can we do that listen if um, i was in a fictional college movie and i wanted yeah. a really annoying band name what would it be oh let's use that let's use that yeah. for our band name i yeah, want yeah. i want a band name that's not going to fit on the flyer <laughs> right Exactly. And twice removed is, you know, very, very like 90s. Like, get it, guys? It's like a phrase that people know, but it's weird. Is Deep Blue something um, already taken? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess Darn we'll it. go with. Scratch it off the list. Sean Eric Mullins with twice removed. Okay. <laughs> um, so that band had some regional success. Then the band broke up, and Sean focused on his solo career. And he spent three years trying to get a record deal, uh, which he did not succeed at. But eventually he formed his own record label uh, to release his albums. That record label was called SMG. Now, I am assuming that stands for Sean Mullins something. I I did my best. I could not figure out what SMG stood for. Uh, There seemed to be no information online. But yeah, so so he he started his own record label, released his albums. Uh, He released three albums and two live albums. On, on his own record label. On his own record label. Was it yeah, was yeah. I mean, how did he get money? Where does he get this money to make his own record label? <laughs> and also, how do you have the cojones <laughs> big enough to be like, I believe in myself so much yeah. that I am just gonna I'm not going to just put out my own record. I'm going to start my own record label yes. to release specifically my albums. Can I be right. on your record label? No. Yeah, this is uh, a Sean. Yeah. This is, is Sean Mullins. Is your name Mullins either only. Sean Eric Mullins or Twice Removed? Then no. <laughs> then no. <laughs> I wonder if the G is for Georgia. Because he was I, in Georgia. I don't maybe. care that much, but but <laughs> really that's no amazing. Idea. I mean, he's. I mean, I wish I had that much faith in myself. Yeah, 
I mean, I it'd don't, be nice. Well, you know what, no. what takes even more courage? To have three studio albums and then two live albums. Two live albums. Of right. the same two songs. Live al- right. Two live albums of your three studio albums. Yes. Yeah. yeah What's yeah. that set so. list like? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And were the two live albums back to back? Because that's... And, and it's got to be tough because you can't play any twice removed songs. Because those guys are in the past. You're, yeah, no. You're oh, yeah. Stuff. No, you got uh, all all solo stuff. Plus the yeah, licensing. Yeah. I mean, you know, guys, look, it's been fun, but like, I'm signed to a record label now. <laughs> um, yes, I started it. <laughs> um, and I'm its only client, but things are really happening for me. So, so now we're three times removed. <laughs> that was we're, awful. Uh, Don't even laugh at that. We're thrice removed. It's uh, thrice no. removed. It's sort of like like Steve Perry when he does a concert. He's not playing any Journey songs. He's just doing O'Sherry no. on a loop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. sure. Uh, um, so then uh, after that, somehow I don't know how, but somehow in 1998, uh, he was signed to Columbia Records. And he re- he released Soul's Core, um, which uh, was his first major label release, and that contained the song Lullaby. Lullaby peaked at number seven on the Hot 100, uh, as I said, and was Grammy nominated for Best Male Pop Vocal Performance. Holy um, moly! In the Talkie Talk category, show, it was a Grammy for Best Talkie Talk. Um, <laughs> and, it was uh, the uh, it was the Jimmy Dean Award. It was renamed the Jimmy Dean Award. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so that just goes to show that you can get a Grammy for just about anything. Um, so then he released another album for Columbia, which is called Under the Velvet Sun. Uh, nothing from that charted. Um, and then he was dropped by Columbia. And oh. since then, he's released a number of albums for a variety of smaller labels. Um, the only thing I could really find outside of that was he co-wrote the song Toes, for the Zach Brown band. Okay. No clue, but it did hit number one on the country chart in 2009, and it was number 25 on the Hot 100. Yeah, uh, Zach, the Zach Brown band time. is great. I've never heard that song. So, I mean, yeah. I, I also I don't follow Zach Brown, but I'm sure it's a big hit. Yeah. Uh, so then his last it's album a, was it's released. A re- sorry, it is a, it's a uh, song version of This Little Piggy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I only do lullaby. I believe that's songs. right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's easier to bring um, a toy pre- piano on tour than there's like a real piano. It's just it's fits true. in your suitcase. Yeah, and also like I mean I've heard toes. I like it. Um, that third verse where he just bitches about his latest gig is just really <laughs> makes really no ruins sense. it. Really ruins it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, otherwise. He's like, your toes would be a lot pretty if you smiled once in a while. Um, <laughs> so that's it. Then he released his, his last album that I could find was released in 2015. and It was called like Talkie Talk. A, seems like he has a small but dedicated following. And that's it. That was yeah. literally I, – guys, I trawled the internet. <laughs> I looked for everything. <laughs> that was all I could find. So – like I said, a true because like, again, like we've, we've done some of these one-hit wonders, and it's like, oh, he played Jesus in <laughs> Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, of course, he had a huge career. Of course, he was like connected. Of course, people wanted to like do music stuff. I don't know. This guy came out of nowhere, and not to be mean, but to nowhere he went back because it's <laughs> really again, it's really just not a not a ton that I could find. So, so that's that's Sean. The uh, you know the that's co-writer. our Sean. 
<laughs> co-writing toes was really the only like fun fact I could I could find for Sean. So yeah. a true a true one hit wonder. And again, I think I think um, you know a product again of that post grunge the music company just being like I don't know. Do you guys like this? Is this good? What yeah. if what if it was what if it was a a folk song about a woman burning her house down? Do you like that? <laughs> that worked. Okay. What about this guy singing about L.A.? Yeah. And then they were like, wait, what is this? What's it called? Oh, it's called a. Uh, it's, oh, I can't remember. Was it Boys to Men? No. What's the... Backstreet, Backstreet Boys? Boys? That's what I want. Like, oh, what's this? Backstreet Boys? Okay, now we figured it out. We're back, guys. <laughs> yeah. We we're figured back. it out. We, we know what get... we're doing again. We had we to get through rock pop it. to straight pop. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> we figured out. Let's get in sync in here. Who else? We got Britney Spears. Come on in, guys. We got to figure it out. 98 <laughs> Degrees? Sure, Sean why not? Mullins? Sean Mullins, thanks, but uh, we'll see you later. Go, go back were, from once you came. You were the sorbet in between our <laughs> in between our meal. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. So thank you, anyone, guys. Real quick, seriously, anyone named Sean, but man or woman, you gotta go. You're out. Thank you. Thank Sorry. you for everything, but we got the Britneys now. We're good. So <laughs> that that was about it. That was about it. So. Um. All right. So that's about it. Wow. Let's uh let's take another quick break. I told you. Well, I didn't. I told you guys off mic. It was gonna be. A, it was gonna be a quick one. Cause I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't really find a lot on this one. Uh. But uh. He does have a talk break. show now. Uh. Called Talkie oh, Talk yeah? with Sean. <laughs> Talkie Talk. <laughs> Talkie with Talk Shawnee with Shawnee Shawnee Sean. Sean? <laughs> 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 and he just. He just. You know. Just him. Like. You know. It's. It's really like. Like sixties. Like he's smoking a cigarette. You know. Like a, <laughs> Black yep. and white, and he's just like, uh, Gloria Swanson, why don't you smile more? <laughs> You'd be a lot prettier if you did. <sighs> we'll be right back. Um, Girls could be pretty if they smiled. Tonight, on Talkie Talk with Sean. <laughs> Girls, here's our new segment. Girls who, sh- who should smile more. <laughs> uh, our next right. guest is uh, Dennis Hopper. <laughs> Weird. Um, okay, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about the lesson we learned from this song with Lessons Learned. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Remember when Twitter was fun and not hastening the collapse of Western civilization? Twitter can be fun again when you follow us at story underscore song. You'll find out about our upcoming episodes and see lots of great behind the scenes content. Story underscore song. Putting the fun back in Twitter. All right, welcome back. It's time for lessons learned. What lesson did we learn mm-hmm. from this song? Because we always learn something. We sure you know, do. That's we are lifetime learners. We always try to <laughs> to learn something from each one of the songs that we cover. So, Michael, yes, let's start with you. What lesson did you learn? I learned that if you're going to uh, talk about a song on your podcast. Uh, by someone named Sean. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Something is getting set on fire. It's either gonna be <laughs> it's either gonna be a revenge house 
Yep. Or yeah. it's going to be somebody's car and Dennis Hopper yeah. with a Zippo. That's yeah, yeah. right. That's right. Someone so at, just prepare yourself. Right. That's yeah, yeah. true. It's going to be a house or someone at a gas station by Dennis Hopper. <laughs> One, those are your two choices. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. you know. That's true. Sean Lennon. I got eyes on you, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Burn something <Yeah>. down. <laughs> Get on it, Sean. <laughs> Uh, Enough talky talk. I'll say, I'll say the lesson I learned was that the, the, the horrifying um, realization. I was not aware that apparently the city of Nashville, Tennessee, was cursed by a wizard um, <laughs> to always be cloudy, so that <laughs> no one, yep. no one there, can ever get a tan. It is yeah. so sad. Ooh. It's so sad. I mean, they have to they have to truck in vitamin D pills. <laughs> it's uh, terrible. They call but, it the but, Seattle of the South. They just walk <laughs> they around like, oh my God, this is just like LA, but nobody can get a tan here. But no, literally no one can get a tan. You know what? I mean, we are down South and literally no one here is a redneck because <laughs> the sun never shines. It's horrible. <laughs> it's like LA, uh, but there's no sun ever. <laughs> this place is just like LA. Uh, literally. It is an exact carbon copy of LA, <laughs> except that. We can't grow flowers. We can't, yeah. We literally, we can't grow crops. We are starving to death because it's impossible. There's no sun at grow. all. There is no sun. There's no sun. There's no sun out here. We are, no. we are Morlocks. Yeah. Um, our, our eyes have adjusted months of nighttime. so we see in the dark. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Rachel, uh-huh. what do you got? Um, well, I this, the lesson I learned was if uh, you see a woman frowning, and you mm-hmm. say to her, turn that frown upside down, and then yeah. it still looks like a frown. It's like the movie The Ring. You have seven days to show her <laughs> picture to somebody, or you're probably gonna die. Because that is not how that's not how frowns work. <laughs> Frowning to smiling works. Oh God. Oh, how disturbing would that be? <laughs> if someone was like, I'm gonna smile, and then their smile still looked like a frown. But somehow oh. you see the transition. It's like some contorted thing. Oh, that'd, oh, that'd be rough. God. That'd be rough. You can't unsee oh. that. Okay, everybody literally- smile. Oh my god, it looks worse. <laughs> you look sadder oh. now. How are you frowning more? <laughs> oh, that skews me out so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. God. You would you know, it would be like you would just go mad. After you saw that, yeah. like you would yeah, just literally insane. like, yeah, yeah, no, you your hair would turn white, yeah, and uh, you would just be a raving lunatic after that, yeah, after witnessing something like that. Ugh. It just looked like okay. a Grinch smile. <laughs> <laughs> Her hair curls on top. <laughs> oh man! All right. Uh, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, this has been the Story Song Podcast. We'll be back. Next episode with another great story song. So please come on back. And if you could mm-hmm. follow us on the socials like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, and leave us a five star review if you can. Um, we'd really appreciate it. So, uh, yeah, we'll be back again next episode. Thank you guys for listening. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. Talk to you next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.
Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Find them at purple-planet.com. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. For even more great stuff from the Story Song Podcast, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Story underscore Song, and on Instagram at Story Song Podcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll be back next time with another great story song. Thanks for listening. Dennis Hopper running into a bar with a Zippo wearing like a Believe t-shirt <laughs> is my favorite image. Uh. Forge audio. Dream it. Build it. Share it. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.